Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to Blue by 90, presented by Maze and Brew. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen. As always, it's March, and things aren't going so well. I, <laughs> Jack, you're going to have a very difficult time keeping me on the positive vibes only train today. Well, I'll tell you what, this will help you out here. All right. So win one, lose one, right? That's what's kind of been the record recently for basketball. So they lose the Big Ten tournament. They're going to win the NCAA tournament. Well, oh, we're going not just game by game anymore. We're going by tournament. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So we're good. I like that. How's the vibe? That's that's right. I like how you spun that completely in our favor and just went for it. I mean, yeah. (laughs) No other way to do it, man. No other way. I was thinking, okay, you know, honestly, I was going to be happy with just one win in the tournament. <laughs> but you went, we're going to win the whole tournament. Yeah, put throw your money down. Oh, my God. I mean, do honestly, we think it'll be a play-in? Like, will they be a play-in team? Or do you think they're going to get a high enough seed to avoid that? According to Lenardi, after the game today, they were still the last team that was not a play-in team. Okay. I'll so, take that. I mean, there's a lot of basketball to be played in the next three days, though, that will determine all of that stuff. But, I mean, if you would have – if I would have just watched the first half, I would tell you, yeah, I do think that team can win the whole tournament. They can win the Big Ten tournament. They can win anything. Yeah, first half, it looked great. We were playing what – like, that was the first time that they played defense. That was the – like, in the – they were – 
playing really well on both ends of the court, hitting their shots. You know, it was, and then it just, everything fell apart. Yeah. It was funny because I was at work and like I was watching on like the game cast and the first half ended and like one of the project managers walked over and he was like, great first half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It, it really was. I mean, I'm, I tweeted out what, what did I say? It's going to be uh, a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people out there when Michigan wins the big 10 tournament. It's not looking good right now. People, there are a lot of people in the mentions. You jinxed them, man. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm. <laughs> I, I don't believe in jinxes, to be honest. Not on Twitter, at least. But that's a jinx-free zone. Only Twitter. Well, Real I mean, life, it, listen. Story. If 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 there are jinxes on Twitter, then then we can't tweet anything like what's the, so then we should just, then we're going to have to keep quiet the entire game, which is no fun. So, you know, but I don't know, man, it was just like, that was one of the more epic collapses I've seen from a Michigan basketball team in quite some time, let alone any basketball team. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. I mean, they went a full, six or seven minutes without a field goal i think it was like 10 i think it was into double digits yeah oh, i don't know man that 30. that's just a tough streak and then trace jackson davis i think he got majority of his points in the second half right he just kind of went off 19 of 24 yeah like hey <laughs> that's their only good not their only good player but their obvious best player like what if we guarded him mm. <laughs> And they were able to hit a lot of shots from beyond the arc, it seemed like. More so in the second half, the first half, I thought. I mean, shit, they didn't I didn't feel like they were hitting anything in the first half. And then it just felt like they were hitting everything. And I mean, I get it. Teams can get hot right in the second half or whatever. And they, you know, I didn't think that they were gonna continue shooting as poorly as they did in the first half. But what bothered me more was like we could barely get it over half court. It felt like it was like like we were getting to the the top of the key and then going absolutely nowhere to get to a you know to and then it resulted in a turnover. Yeah, I've, these ESPN stats are kind of are shitty. I don't have the. Um... On the MGO blue one, it seems like it's way more detailed. But what are you looking for? The uh, turnovers. I mean, I think it was, it must have been like those timely turnovers again. For whatever reason, the second half, Devontae Jones was like playing on a slip and slide, kept falling yeah. down and <laughs> dropping the ball. And he, he looked uh, like Devontae Jones of the first five to 10 games of the year, hmm. not Devontae Jones, Ohio State, absolutely taking over, looking like Derek Walton. Yeah. I mean, other so, than those those uh, timely turnovers, I thought he played pretty well. But those were such huge plays. I mean, the timely turnovers were like the entire second half. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big question that I had, too, was why the hell weren't we trying to get it to Hunter Dickinson in the second half? I mean, that's got to be – your go-to in my opinion like when things just kind of are getting out of hand 
Like, let Hunter slow it down, back him down, and go down to the post like he usually can, and let's get our two points and get out of there. Well, it seemed to me like they were getting it to Hunter, but he was just passing it out. I agree. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? You just contradicted yourself like that. Well, I mean, I think that they weren't getting it to him enough, but I think when they did get it to him, he was kicking it out. Like, but I don't know why. I don't, maybe he was still not feeling great. I saw Jack say that he was hopped up on Pepto-Bismol and C4. (laughs) Maybe. You know, it it got him through the first half, second half. It, you know, made his tummy rumble again. (laughs) Shit. I, I don't know. It just... It was like, here's my here's my take on Hunter specifically. How can you be the same guy in the second half of that MSU game where you're the villain and you want it so bad, you take it all, you're absolutely dominant, you want the spotlight, and then in a game where it's, you know, pretty close to do or die, right? Like, it's tournament time, and then you don't want the ball, and, like, I just don't get how you can be both of those people at once. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm I mean it seems like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to comment on that one. Cuz I don't I don't want to say that he's that he's not trying to be that guy, but you could definitely see a difference between the Michigan State game and this last game, yeah. Now, would it be a conspiracy to speculate about Phil Martelli not being in charge so much anymore or, you know, I mean, there's something to say about, you know, I there were like a hundred people on Twitter after the game that are like, fire Juwan, just hire Martelli. And I think like, all right, can we just not be so stupid and extreme? It, you know, it's just classic. I think it's sports fans in general, but Michigan fans, I feel like are so bad at this where it's like, we're either the greatest team ever or the worst team ever, or you're the greatest coach ever or the worst coach ever. Like there can be a middle ground, obviously. Um, but I do think that like Martelli, I think is very seasoned in rotations and getting guys in and getting guys out. And I think that that's where Juwan has not done super well in his first three years. He's still getting that under his belt. Um, and I felt like today, it was like we went the 10 minutes of just getting shit on and not scoring, and I didn't feel like anybody subbed in. Kobe Bufkin had zero minutes. T. Will only had like seven. Like Frankie, you know, had most of his in the first half. You know, it, it was like it just felt like you needed to change something up to get something rolling, and he just stuck with it. Yeah, it definitely seemed like there was some uh, – there was a little bit lackadaisical, lackadaisical lackadaisical um during that span it doesn't look like they're running or at least they're trying to run some pick plays and it just wasn't working out the i thought the uh indiana defense on the um picks and switches played really really well and that's a big reason why i think michigan wasn't able to score there and uh then guys just weren't hitting shots i mean it's just it was a tough stretch i mean they definitely they looked out of sync in, in sorts but got to give credit where uh where it's due for that Indiana defense and Trace Jackson Davis just fucking having an unreal game, unreal second half, even defensively. I think he had like three blocks in that second half that were huge. 
but I think I do understand what you're saying in terms of like rotations and things like that. Because if if I'm recall correctly, I don't think Kobe Bufkin played at all. Right? No. Yeah. That is strange. And T. Will, like, listen, I know that like T. Will is probably not going to go three for four from three again, right? But when you've got a hot hand that just helped you beat a really good opponent on the road, like, let's show him some love. Get him into a rhythm, right? And I don't know. I just think Jawan still has a lot to learn in terms of rotations until he, you know, can figure that stuff out. Um, But, you know, I'm also like, Phil, help your guy out, you know? (laughs) Um, But, you know, I, it's easy to say hindsight's 2020, right? Too, where it's like, you know, he's got a starting five, his best five out there. And, you know, when they make shots, that that's a great move, right? And when they don't, then you're an idiot, right? So it's it's just one of those things. But it just felt like way too long of a stretch for them to just keep riding on those guys that obviously aren't producing. Fair. It's fair. So... Where do we go from here? <laughs> I just I hope mean, they make the tournament. <laughs> shit, dude. It was like after the Ohio State game, it was like, all right, we got this in the bag, you know, and now complete 180, it feels like, where we're going to be sweating this out again on Sunday. Hey, let's make it more exciting for us. I don't want exciting. I was <laughs> I was messaging with Swanky on Twitter, and I'm like, dude, we're talking in the first half. I was like, Honestly, a no-stress game is perfect. Like, if we can just get by this one, that'd be great. And <laughs> I, I'm like, he's like, yeah, I predict a blowout. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I think it'd be good if they can get into a rhythm and, like, actually, you know, have a string a couple games together. They couldn't even string two halves together. And now here we are. And I'm just like, well, we're very much on the bubble again. So here we go. I love it. Keep my blood pumping. All I heard is you jinxed it. I which is know, also true. Right. Which is also true. God, fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, we were up 17. <laughs> With like 12 minutes left. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I thought about it too. I was like, eh, maybe I'll throw a dollar on Indiana. You know, just to, to come back and win. I wish I would have. I should have. <laughs> oh. I should have. I, You know, the, the tough thing now is that we could possibly be in the play-in game, and we all, I think all of Michigan fans trashed MSU last year for being in the play-in game. Oh, yeah. Just comes back to bite us real quick. <laughs> Karma's real. But we got our loss out the way, so at least we'll win. Exactly, so we'd win the play-in game. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. You know, I just struggle – I really struggle with this team because you're you're just like at times you're like man this is a top 10 to 15 team this team can be really good and then I'm reminded like immediately after that wow this team is incredibly average <laughs> <laughs> they're just their highs and lows the average of it is yes they're an average team but they're so talented and they could go on a run you know it is march anything can happen Half of me wants to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, wow, you lost Franz, you lost Livers, you lost Mike Smith, 
you lost Shondi. Like, there is that. But, like, if you want to be elite in college basketball, you reload and you plug and play. And they had the people I felt like to do that, and it just hasn't come to fruition. So, like, do you guys see an issue with development now? I mean, we're end of the year three, essentially, with Juwan Howard. Are you panicking at all, or is, is are you sticking with the positive vibes? Stick with the positive vibes. If it's a two-year wow, stretch. Ne- never would have guessed that. If it's a two-year stretch where that's happening, then it's like, okay, it's time to, like, you know, maybe a change needs to be made. But I think everybody just needs to chill the fuck out. It's one year. Even like Coach K has had bad years at Duke. It's, you know, it'll happen. This guy is a, you know, he's in his third year as being head coach. Can't cut him some slack. Yeah, it's 100%. This is like, I feel like that's like sky is falling level, you know. It would be the, it would be just like me saying last year, fire Jim Harbaugh, right? Right. Or, and we did. You know, after 2020. I know so, I was on that train, and I'm I'm glad that you know it didn't work out in my favor because right. look what happened. You know that's one down year. Yeah. You can't you can't really you know make a conclusion on that. Yeah, if it was a pattern, I'd be on board. But to me, this is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think the fire Juwan Howard crowd is even more asinine than the fire Ju- fire Jim Harbaugh crowd. Fire Jim Harbaugh crowd, honestly, was. They had a they had an argument. <laughs> yeah, didn't win a Big Ten title. Didn't beat Ohio State for a fucking long time. You yeah. know, and so yeah, I mean, I agree. It's just I think it's just frustrating when you see those pieces and then you're just like, man, why can't they put it together? You have an All American, right? Like you're preseason top five. You know, that's where it's frustrating. Like. Should they have been preseason top five? No, it's completely on what was, you know, in there last year. But, like, you know, I don't know. And Caleb Houston's aren't always going to pan out in year one, you know. Um, Where I think I'm going to be very frustrated is if in a couple weeks, all of a sudden, Hunter, Musa, and Caleb are all going to the NBA. Then I'm going to be like, shit, now what do we do? I'd be shocked if Hunter, or not Hunter, uh, Musa and Caleb went to the NBA. I wouldn't be shocked. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be absolutely shocked. I, I mean, Musa maybe, but Caleb Houston, I don't. I think people would just look back at his games where he's been so inconsistent. And, you know, I mean, he's a shooter, right? Like, we, we want to be able to see him drive the lane a little bit and be a little bit more aggressive, but he hasn't really proved that on a consistent basis. I, I just don't see him, you know, being picked high enough or anything like that to even try to go to the NBA. Like, maybe he'll go to the scouting combine or whatever Hunter Dickinson did last year to see, like, hey, what do I need to work on? But I, I definitely see him returning, and I see him having a Franz-type second year. Yeah, I mean, he's got the even, talent for it. He's got the size for it. Even Hunter like checked out the, you know, entertained the NBA last year, mm-hmm. and he was. We all said like I wouldn't be surprised if he went right, and he came back. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Musa played this year as good as Hunter did last year. So it would be surprising to me to see him go. And Musa's still so raw too. Yeah, got a lot to work on. A lot of talent, but still a lot that he can work on. And he, I mean, he can become a hell of a lot better. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, do I think they should do this? No. But I think they're like when you're a Caleb Houston and you're expecting to go one and done. That's just the way, you know, five stars are these days, right? So like I I think there's something to that and now with like the G League even becoming more of a thing with young stars, you know, I think you know, if the G League's going to pay Caleb Houston $100,000 even to go play, that's pretty enticing to a guy who now doesn't have to go to school and just goes to a gym and literally shoots and works with NBA development crews and like NBA coaches and plays against NBA talent. Yeah. I mean, um, Jalen Green, did he go G League the year before the NBA? Yeah. And he's, and he's doing pretty well. So, you know, maybe. I just I don't be like completely blindsided people if that happens. I I would if I had to guess I'd still think they stay, but I think there's it's a different world now where like it, people that think that like oh you can develop better in college, I just don't think that's true. Like when you go to the G League, that's your job. <laughs> your job is to play basketball and that's it. You know, you're not going to study tables, you're not doing anything like that. So like you know, if there's an opportunity where you can make, you know, decent money and go do that, it's a really good option for a lot of people. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I still think he's going to if he's going to the NBA, he's got to be like a first round pick. So that's why I think he'd come back. Um, How does it work with uh, so the G League, isn't it? Because I guess I'm confused with like Jalen Green. Like, if he was in the G League, how do you get drafted to the NBA? Aren't you technically already in the NBA? Kind of. Do you just maybe get brought he didn't up? Go to the G League. I'm really not sure. I think he did though. I think that was the whole like G League thing, unless it was like they called it a different. I don't know. It's all very confusing to me. But uh, I don't know. I mean, another thing with the G League too. You're not you don't have a spotlight anymore as a player. I mean, that part is definitely true. Um, He did play in the G league. Okay. It depends, you know, what the paycheck is like too, right? A lot of these 18 year old, 19 year old kids, you wave a little money at them and they, you know, make those kinds of decisions. Yeah. Hard not to. Yeah, I don't really know how the the draft works then. Um, on July 29th, so on April 16, 2020, Green signed with the NBA G League Ignite, a developmental team affiliated. So I think there's like there's like teams that are affiliated with NBA teams and then there's like developmental teams that are just like not mm. affiliated. Okay. That would make sense then. And then he got dra- – so he played for the Ignite for a year and then uh, got drafted by the Rockets right after. All right. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm just like – so, like, all right. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves because there's still basketball to play this year, uh, you know, but I guess let's just leave it for that. We'll have conversations about, you know, where the what these guys are going to do after the fact too. 
Um, but I think, you know, if this will be a really, really disappointing season if they go one and done in the NCAA tournament now. Yeah. It already is a pretty disappointing season, but like that would be like, I mean, that's not average, right? Like Sweet 16 is almost like what the average, like what the expectation is now for Michigan basketball. And to bow out in the first round is like a big time down year. Yeah. I mean, like we said before, I think it's an anomaly. I think it's a one bad year and next year they'll bounce back. And if they don't, then that's a problem. Um, but yeah, I think a sweet 16 expectation is fair for where Michigan basketball has been recently. You know, obviously not every year they're going to make it there, but they should make a run, you know, every, uh, every other year, at least. I would be <clears throat> ecstatic if they made this sweet 16 this year. I'd be like, oh, my oh this God. year, sure. Oh, fuck yeah. That it, that would be like an exciting year instead of a disappointment. Like, it's like, okay, they like figured it out two games in a row. Great. <laughs> well, and you know, like, that's what has made Izzo, Izzo, is he's taken like a nine seed to the final four before. You know, like, that's what he does. And so that's where I think you, you can create a career out of even when you have your down years. Holy shit. How many times are you going to yawn? I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at you like, are you kidding me right now? I'll just turn my so camera off next time. Bored of you. Yeah, like it's every time I'm talking, too. It's unreal. <laughs> that was a forced one, but it felt good anyway. What, when did you wake up? When did you go to bed? I'm so confused. It's I only 8.30. So weirdly last night. Like I went, I think I went to bed at like 11. I was wide awake at 2 o'clock. Went downstairs. Was up for like three hours. Went back upstairs. Slept for two hours. Fucking mess. All right. That wild well, sleep schedule. Yeah. Get your, yeah. Get your shit together, please. I know. I at least, can you make it through like a 30-minute podcast with us? My God. I'm here. I'm, I'm making it. Yeah, you're so boring to listen to. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, oh, <laughs> uh, I just I feel like shit after that game. Like, part of me was just like, shit, this is just not a good team, and I I really didn't give a shit. And then I like the thing that annoys me the most is like I love the Big Ten tournament. And now, like, I have no rooting interest in it anymore. And so it's just like you on day one, I just got screwed out of what, you know, being super into the one of my favorite tournaments of the year. Favorite weekends of the year, honestly. Yeah. What do you do? Are you still going to watch it? Yeah, I will. But it's just. You have to pick a new favorite team or something. I'm in the Big Ten, I'm not going to pick a new. <laughs> Illinois. You look like an Illinois type of guy. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> well, we were, you were literally talking. <laughs> Talk through it. Oh, man. Well, it sucks because we're so spoiled, right? The last few years as Michigan fans, we've had like really fun time watching the Big Ten tournament. So yeah, then mm -hmm. to see us just crash and burn, it feels like this year. It's like, what the hell? It's been a tough well, season for those boys. Well, we haven't had a first round loss in the Big Ten tournament since 2006. Wow. 
Well, also, technically, wasn't this the second round? No. No? <laughs> well, maybe. But first, they haven't lost their first game. Still streaking. They haven't lost their first game in the Big Ten tournament since 2006. Okay. So, yeah, it, it was a bad loss. Like, I know you guys are trying to be positive vibes only, but it was that was a bad fucking loss. Especially oh, yeah. I mean, it was, like for sure. Did. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I don't know. I, I guess we can talk about the players, too. Like, Caleb Houston was – drilling his threes and then it, it was like he didn't put a shot up then after he hit those three until until the final whatever two minutes when we had to get back into it <laughs> i swear i'm not doing it on purpose man for everyone that listened that listening at home jack just yawned one more time <laughs> we need a yawn counter <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like it was just like everybody disappeared, and no, it was it was deer in headlights. It was like it was you just felt it crumbling the entire time, and like you could feel it happening the whole time, and there was just no way to stop it. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like <laughs> what was it? Uh... In Space Jam, they they drained the Monstars, drained like the NBA players' talent. That's yeah. almost what it kind of felt like. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't know honestly. what it is. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I'm middle off playing away or what? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Keep I feel so thing. bad for you because you're just like looking for an answer so hard. You're just like, why is this happening? Well, I, whenever anything bad happens to me with Michigan sports, I definitely say, like, why me? Like, what, God, <laughs> what did I do? Because it's there's been so many of those moments. Up until November 27th, I was like, literally nothing good happens to me with this team, <laughs> with, this, with this program. Oh, man, so much positivity radiating from you. There's nothing to be positive about today. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't spin it anyway. Oh, my God. So, sorry. Depressing depressing uh, podcast here, but it's it's a tough one. Hey. Yawn. Yeah, yawn. Yawn through it. Sleep through it, people. Um, women's team is coming up, though, so Selection Sunday is on Sunday, the same day. So, we get okay. to see – They'll host, uh, hopefully, I mean, they're projected as a three seed, so they'll host hopefully here. Um, but, yeah, man, we'll see what goes on. I, You know, hopefully they carry it. Hopefully they carry it. We'll see. We don't have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm with you. A yawning wall over I'm like, here. I'm with you. I agree. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at Blue by 90 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're on the Amazing Brew YouTube channel and the Amazing Brew Podcast Network. We appreciate you guys listening. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.